안녕하세요. Hello and welcome back to episode 5 of Learn Korean and Korean Culture. So, today we talk about the royalty of Korea, specifically during the Joseon time period. And last episode, we discussed Yangban, who were the noble ruling class of Goryeo and Joseon. And as a reminder, the Goryeo kingdom ruled from the year 936 to 1388. And after there was a coup d'etat against the Goryeo kingdom, the Joseon dynasty begins in 1392, and it lasts until 1896, for a really long time. And while there have been royalty throughout the majority of Korean history, we'll focus specifically on the royal families of Joseon, since we can't possibly go over every single one of them. And a quick reminder to follow along with the vocabulary and the vocabulary page, which is linked in the description. And let's begin. 시작합시다. <목소리> 일단 고려는 936년부터 1388년까지 한반도를 지배하던 국가였습니다. So 936년 is 936, the year 936, because 년 is the, uh, it's like the unit um, for counting years, basically. So you have to add that to the end. 1388년, so that's the year 1388. 1388년, 이성계가 반란을 일으키고 새로운 조선을 건국합니다. So, for some background information, the kingdom Korea rules from the year 936 to 1388. And in the year 1388, General Lee Seong-gae leads a coup d'etat and he turns against the Korea court and government. And he actually ends up winning and is crowned king in 1392, which begins the Joseon dynasty in Korean history. 참고로 이성계는 태조라고도 알려져 있어요. So as an additional note, 이성계, the general who led this coup d'etat, is also known as 태조 of Joseon. So if you ever hear 태조 of Joseon or 태조, they're talking about 이성계, who created the Joseon dynasty. 그래서 이성계가 조선 시대의 첫 번째 왕이 돼요. So that's how 이성계 becomes the first king of Joseon. Even after his death, his descendants continue to rule Joseon, and this lineage is referred to as the House of Yi, 다들 태조의 후손들이죠. And this is pretty similar to a lot of other countries and cultures in which their royal families are passed down to the descendants, and it doesn't really go to any other families unless you marry into the royal family. So same case here, the descendants of Lee Seong-gae continue to rule and take over the throne even after he died. So next, let's talk about how the royal family was structured. 조선 왕실은 왕과 한 명의 부인. 왕비가 있었어요. So, there was the 왕, which is king, and his single wife, which is 왕비, which is like the queen. 왕의 부인은 한 명이지만 후궁을 둘수 있었어요. So, 왕의 부인. So, as we just talked about, 왕 is king, and 부인 means wife. So, 왕의 부인 is like the king's wife. And they could only have 한 명. 
which is one person. So there could only be one person, one wife of the king. However, the king could also have hugung, which is concubines. 조선 왕들 중 가장 많은 자식을 가진 왕은 12남, 그리고 17명. 그래서 29명의 자식을 가졌대요. So the Joseon king that had the most children had 12 boys and 17 girls, a total of 29 kids, which is quite a lot by today's standards. 하지만 왕과 왕비의 마다들이 왕의 자리를 물려받았어요. So 왕과 왕비. So 왕 is king, 왕비 is queen. 마다들. So 마다들 is oldest son and 자리 is position. And 물려받다 is inherit. So while the king could have concubines and as many children as he wanted, only the eldest son of the official king and queen could inherit the position as king. And this is similar to a lot of other cultures who will pass their thrones down to the oldest son, even though there might be a daughter who's older than him. So next, let's talk about the daily life of a king and what his responsibilities were. So of course, as kings who were running an entire country, their days were really busy and they had a lot of responsibilities. For example, 왕은 정치 토론을 참석하고 관원들이랑 국정을 논하고 관리들의 보고를 받고 그런 의무를 지었습니다. So, the king bore the responsibility of attending political debates. 정치 is politics. 토론 is debates. So, 정치 토론 is like political debates. And 참석하고. So, 참석하다 means like to participate and attend. So, first, the king was a central political figure. So, he had to attend all these political debates. 그리고 관원들이랑 국정을 논하고. So 국정 is like state affairs, and 관원 were like these officials, and state officials, so he would also have to discuss, you know, um, issues and challenges of the government, you know, different state affairs with the government officials. 그리고 관리들의 보고를 받고. So 보고 is like reports. So he also had to receive reports from local government officials to see what was happening in the local level and not just the national level. 그런 의무를 지었습니다. So 의무 is like the responsibility. And 의무를 지다 means like to bear the responsibility of. So these were just some of the responsibilities that the king had. And you might be wondering, how do we know all this? What kind of records are there that tell us what the king's life was like and what responsibilities he had? 조선 왕조실록을 읽어보면 알수 있어요. And you can learn all this by reading 조선 왕조 실록. And in English, this is called the Veritable Records of the Joseon Dynasty. 1392년부터 1865년까지 역사적인 사실들을 기록한 역사서입니다. So, the Joseon Wangjo Shilok, or the Veritable Records of the Joseon Dynasty, <laughs> I know it's a long name, um, but these, these records contain the daily records of national affairs and the government. 사관들이 적었습니다. So these were written by 사관, who are professional historiographers. 
And their job was to literally just write down everything that happened day to day. 하루하루의 기록들을 사초라고 부르죠. And we call the daily records that they wrote down as 사초. 사초는 아무도 읽을 수 없었어요. And no one could read 사초, not even the king himself. 왜요? Why? Well, it's because the historiographers who wrote down everything were still alive, and they really wrote down everything. And what I mean by they were still alive is that when they wrote down everything, both the good moments and the bad moments, and of course the embarrassing moments, sometimes the king would get really pissed that the historiographers wrote down things that reflected badly on their reputation. Because their job was to really write down everything that the king and the government did. And sometimes the king didn't like that. And if they read these records, they might try and retaliate and maybe assassinate the historiographers. And then that would mess up the honesty and the truth of these records. So, for example, 예를 들면, 태종이 어느 날 말에서 떨어졌어요. So, 어느 날 is one day and 떨어지다 is to fall off. So, for example, King Taejong of the Joseon Dynasty fell off his horse one day while he was out hunting. 사관들에게 알리지 말라고 했지만 사관은 태종이 떨어졌다고 적고 그리고 적지 말라고 했던 것도 적었습니다. And of course, King Taejong was embarrassed that he fell off the horse, um, like a little kid that didn't know how to ride a horse. So he was really embarrassed, and he told everyone to not tell the historiographer, the Sakwan, that he fell off this horse, because he didn't want people to know that he fell off the horse like a child, and he didn't want the future people, um, even after he died, to know this. But then this news eventually reached the historiographer's ears, and Of course, true to his job, the historiographer, or Sagwan, he recorded that the King Taejong fell off his horse while he was out hunting. And he also wrote down that King Taejong didn't want the historiographer to know. <laughs> And it really just backfired on King Taejong, as you can see. And today, this true story is referred to as an example to show just how accurate and unbiased the veritable records of the Joseon dynasty are. Great, Taejong. So pretty amazing, right? And it's even more amazing once you realize that there's actually over 1,893 volumes in the veritable records of the Joseon dynasty. And it's actually thought to cover the longest continual period of a single dynasty in the entire world, almost 500 years worth of recordings. So coming back to the topic of a royalty's daily life, the king spent much of his time in Gyeongbokgung, And Gyeongbokgung, you might recognize the name if you've ever visited Korea, but that's the name of the palace that the king resided in and he also worked in. So if you go to Seoul, which is the capital of Korea today, you can actually visit Gyeongbokgung because it's in the capital city and it's incredibly grand and beautiful. So I really recommend checking it out if you go. Um, it's one of the most famous landmarks of Korea. And I will attach a picture in the vocabulary page. So feel free to check that out as well. And also, if you've watched historical K-dramas before, you have probably seen this kind of like palace in the background, but you also probably have an idea of what kind of clothes the king wore. 평소에는 익성관을 썼습니다. So normally, the king would wear an ikseongwan, which almost looks like a baseball cap that's worn backwards with the front facing up. 
And it's kind of hard to describe, so feel free to look at the vocabulary page, which is linked in the description for pictures. 하지만 특별한 날에는 면류관을 썼습니다. But on special days, or 특별한 날, so 특별하다 is to be special, and 날 is day. The king would wear 면류관, which kind of looks like a western graduation cap, but with like beads hanging on the front and back. 옷은 빨간 공룡표를 입었습니다. And for the clothes, the, the king would wear a red or 빨간, which is red, 공룡표, which is kind of like a royal robe. And again, check the vocabulary page for pictures. And you've probably seen this outfit before if you watched a historical period K-drama. Um, and especially if they take place in the Joseon dynasty, because this red robe, the 공룡표, is so iconic. And it's the first thing I imagine a king to be wearing if I think of a Korean um, old royalty and king. And while the king's attire has been made um, pretty famous thanks to K-dramas, another reason why the Joseon royalty were so famous is because of the Joseon royal tombs. Joseon 왕실이 꽤 유명한 이유 중 하나가 바로 조선 왕릉이겠죠. So, we talked a little bit about the Joseon royal tombs or the Joseon 왕릉 in episode 9. So, to go over what they are again, 조선 왕릉은 왕과 왕비의 무덤들입니다. So, the royal tombs are the tombs of the 왕, king, and 왕비, queen. And 무덤 means tomb. 특이한 점은 무덤들이 언덕처럼 생겼어요. So the 특이한 점, which means the interesting thing or interesting point, is that the tombs just look like hills. They look like 언덕, which is hills in Korean. And if you look at the picture I've included in the vocabulary page, the tombs just look like normal grassy hills from afar. But actually, they're not hills, but tombs. And you can actually walk inside them. And I highly recommend you visit and do this if you ever go to Korea. Um, 이제는 안에 들어가면 박물관처럼 유물들을 전시해놨어요. So now if you walk in, it's like a 박물관, a museum. And you can see all the artifacts that were buried with the king and queen and also some other ones, which is 유물. 유물 is artifacts. 일단 들어가 보면 무덤은 세 공간으로 나눠져 있어요. So, once you go in the tomb, or 무덤, it's divided into 세공간, which means three spaces. These 세 is three, and 공간 is like spaces or um, little like parts. So, it's divided into these three spaces. 첫 번째, 진입공간. So, first, there's the 진입공간, and 진입 means enter, and 공간 means space, as I talked about. So first, there's this 진입공간, this is just like where you go in, and then you'll get to the second place, which is 재향공간. 이곳은 산자와 죽은자의 만남의 공간이라고도 불리기도 하죠. So 산자 is, is means like one who is alive, and 죽은자 means one who is dead. 만남 is meeting. So 만남의 공간 means the place of meeting. So, this second space, 재앙공간, is often referred to as the place 
where one who is alive and one who is dead will meet. And this is because when you go further in, that's where the actual body and like the tomb is. And so when you walk in, you're the um, sanja, the one who is alive. And obviously the royalty who's dead is the jugunja, the one who is dead. So this is why they refer to this place as where the uh, alive people and the dead people meet. 세 번째는 능침 공간. 이곳은 죽은 자의 공간이에요. So finally, the last space in the tomb is the deepest into the chamber, and this is the space for the dead, or 죽은 자의 공간. So 죽은 is like dead. Um, it comes from the verb 죽다, which is to die. And 자 is in this place, in this, um, sorry, in this phrase is referring to a person. So 죽은 자 is the dead person. And of course, 공간 means space, as we talked about. So this 죽은 자인 공간 is the space for the dead where the body would reside. 한국 역대 왕릉들 중 보존 상태가 가장 양호해요. So 왕릉 is royal tomb, 보존 is preservation, and 상태 is state. So 보존 상태 means state of preservation. And 양호하다 is to be good. So these Joseon royal tombs have the best state of preservation out of any royal tombs in Korean history. And not only that, we can also learn a lot of information about Joseon from these tombs. 왕릉을 만들 때 썼던 도구와 인력에 대한 기록들이 다 보존되어 있습니다. So 만들다 is to make. So 왕릉을 만들 때 means like when the royal tombs were being made. And sotton comes from sotta, which means to use. And togu means tool. Inyok is human labor, and kirok is record. So we just talked about how pojon means preservation. So you might be able to guess that pojon tueda means to be preserved. So basically, what I'm saying is that the records about the tools and human labor used to build these tombs are still preserved today. 그래서 조선 시대의 장례 문화, 규정, 과정 등을 알수 있습니다. And it's because of this that we can study the funeral practices. Um, 장례 equals funeral and 문화 is culture. Um, so 장례 문화 is like funeral practice or funeral culture. Um, and we can also learn 규정, which is like rules, and 과정, which is processes. Um, about the funerals and um, dying during the Joseon time period. So basically, thanks to these royal tombs, we have a lot of records and evidence about how Joseon funerals went and um, how, what the processes and the rules behind them were. So I hope you learned a lot about the Joseon kings and the royal families. They were extremely powerful people in their time. And even in modern day Korea, people are really fascinated with the royal families, kind of like how the world um, always pays attention to gossip about the British royal family. Um, and in Korea, you can see that there's so many period K-dramas about royal courts and um, princesses and kings in Korean history. So there's really a lot left to unpack about the Joseon royals and their achievements and also their failures. So I suggest you do some research online and read more about them if you'd like. And if you want me to go over a little bit more in depth about the royal family, uh, make sure to leave a suggestion in the episode suggestion form, which is also linked in the description so that I can see that and plan future episode topics. 
Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it for this episode. 그럼 다음 주에 다시 만납시다. Then I will see you all next week. 감사합니다. <laughs>